Hello, and welcome to the Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish, and I'm also known as the Nova Coach. So, today's episode is me, myself, and I. It's all about the UAE exit process. And I'm going to share with you some information I've learned over the last few weeks that I think will be useful for you. And it's still information that you can use in the next few weeks. It's not too late. And some of my own tips I have that I'm doing at the moment to get ready for leaving the UAE for good, which is just like insane that I'm saying that sentence. But please take a pinch of salt with what I say because I'm in the eye of the storm. I'm in the middle of it right now. This is my first time leaving the UAE for good and I'm sure there are so many more lessons to learn that lay ahead in the next three weeks, three, four weeks. So um, yeah, I welcome all the information that you may have. If you're listening and you've been through the process already, please send me a DM if I've missed anything or if there's something else that is really important. Um and if you're in the middle of your exit process with me, I got you, girl. Let's do this together. <laughs> I've heard from so many friends who have previously moved from the UAE who say it will test your patience. So I'm sending out good vibes, good energies to the universe that is going to be seamless. In fairness, when friends of mine who have previously moved away, like left the UAE, Eid has always fallen in the middle um, of like their exit week, let's say, like the end of June or the beginning of July. Now, luckily, Eid al-Adha is not happening until the 8th of July. So we should be clear of hitting any pitfalls of like, the early office closures and stuff like that because I know Eid can impact that sometimes um so yeah I'm going to just delve straight into it so these are going to be some of my own tips right okay so firstly some of you who may have been following me on Instagram will know that like I've been doing a bit of a bucket list this year my UAE bucket list and I've loved it like I've done so many little things but I've done so many big things like I went camping in the desert with my friends in November. I did the zip line in Ras Al Khaimah in February. I did the skydive in April with my friend Julie. I did dining in the dark in Babel Kasser Hotel just last week with my friends. They got it for me for my 30th birthday. Very kind of them. They saw my bucket list and uh, they booked that for me. So yeah, it was such an amazing experience. I highly recommend Dining in the Dark. It's unreal. It's so trippy. Like, it's class. It's so, so cool. But they're just a few highlights from a never-ending bucket list of mine. I've visited all the seven Emirates. There's some restaurants and cafes that I've gone to, and there's a few more that I still want to visit. I still have not gone to the President's Palace, Kasser al Watan. So I really want to see that before I go. And the Louvre. I've not actually been into the Louvre. Well, no, that's a white lie. I was in the Louvre for twice. I went to their wine and cheese night on the rooftop like a year ago. Really nice. Wouldn't say it was the best wine and cheese night for the price of it. That's my opinion, though. Like, I wouldn't be big on cheese, but I just felt like for what you paid for, for what you got, I think you're kind of paying for the name, really. Um... And this, the first, that was the second time I was there. The first time I was at the Louvre, 
if anyone remembers, Dua Lipa was meant to be playing there. And my mom and my aunt and my cousin were over visiting and we got tickets. And I was all excited. And all of a sudden, this huge thunderstorm <laughs> struck. Oh my God, you couldn't write it. There was like this huge storm that came to Abu Dhabi. And like the concert didn't even begin. The concert was cancelled. We all had to be evacuated inside the Louvre canteen, like cafeteria. That was my first time in the actual like physical building. It was just, it was bizarre. There were trees falling everywhere. There was flash flooding. It was just manic. But we got out there, it was fine. So yeah, I didn't get to see Dua Lipa, even though I did see her a year before that on Yas Island. If anyone remembers in her early days, like when she was just kind of new, up and coming, myself and my friend went to Yas Island to see her and she was class, like Dua Lipa's unreal life. Um, But yeah, I haven't actually, so they're the only um, two times I've been to the Louvre for Dua Lipa's failed concert and for the wine and cheese night on the rooftop. So I've never actually gone into the gallery part. So I really want to do that. And yeah, just little things then. Everything else is kind of, I like. I feel like I've done a lot, you know. Um, the skydive was epic. Absolutely insane. If you haven't done it, try and squeeze it in before you go. Just feel the fear and do it anyway. It's unbelievable. The skyline. Oh, it's class. So... Sorry, I just went on a tangent there about my bucket list. I hope that, that entertained you for a few minutes. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it doesn't even have to be a huge extravagant list like I had the skydive and the zip lining and the camping and all that. Make your own little, like, bucket list of, like, okay, what is it you really want to see for the last couple of weeks that you're here in the UAE? What's been on your mind and you really don't want to leave here without doing or seeing, you know? Um, journal. And like, this is something I've slipped up on in the last couple of weeks because like, it's like no more than any other teacher here in the UAE. It's been a bit manic with report cards, assessments, and we had map testing as well, which is like an international assessment that we use here in the UAE. And um, like, it's just been very busy. So I know that I definitely need to like journal more now about this process because I always think about the big pivotal moments in my life. I'm grateful for having journaled about them while I was in it. So I definitely recommend you journaling about this transition, about how are you feeling? What's happening? What are your thoughts? What are your plans? Do you have a plan? Maybe you're like me where you don't really have a plan. You're just going to take take flight and see what happens. That's what I'm doing. Um so just yeah journal and journal through the process itself it can also help clear your mind so I started journaling more about the process itself only in the last couple of days I do my regular journaling like my gratitudes and my affirmations and a bit of word vomit if I need to get something off my mind but I haven't really been journaling about the process of leaving the UAE so I only started doing that in the last couple of mornings so yeah I definitely recommend doing that just so you can have it as like something to look back on, you know, be it positive or negative experience that lies ahead of us. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my God. Um, OK, this one, I think, is really important. So list the reasons for why you're leaving the UAE. 
Don't do a pros and cons list because you've already made the decision now. The pros and cons list is dead and gone. Good luck. God bless. No thanks. We've done the pros and cons list. You've already made your decision. You're leaving. You're getting on the plane. So write a list of the reasons why you're leaving the UAE because it will be helpful to look back over when you're having doubts, be it in three months, six months, a year, two years. Who's to say? You might not have any doubts. It might feel very aligned and you know exactly what you want to do and it's completely the right decision for you. But I have seen over the years friends of mine, I call them the boomerangs, where they return to the UAE. And I don't know if I will be that person. Who knows? I have no idea what lies ahead. But I do know that I want to write down while I'm in the moment right now of leaving, I want to write down why am I going? What are my reasons to leave the UAE? And to put them down on paper so that if I am having doubts in the future or I am considering moving back, at least I have this list to look back on where it's realistic and it's it was me in a moment of t- in a moment of time of when I was making this transition. So I definitely recommend doing that. Someone once told me that if you're leaving any country as an expat and you're returning home or possibly moving to a new country to give yourself two years before you return to the place you left. So, for example, for me to give it two years before I return to the UAE, even if it's just for a holiday. And I remember asking them, I was like, God, I was like, two years, that's mad. I was like, why would you say two years? And they said, give yourself a chance to set up a new life. Give, like, give yourself a chance to settle in somewhere new before you rock the boat too early and come back to the UAE or come back to wherever you're moving from when it's still fresh. So let's say, like I leave, let's use me as an example. I leave the UAE in July, right? Let's say if I want to come here on a holiday in October, like that's still going to put doubts in my mind. It's still going to rock my foundations of trying to settle wherever it is I am in the world at that time because it's so fresh still. And everyone says, like of my friends that have left the UAE before me so many people have said the first year is the hardest because you're finding your feet you know it's rocky you know like it's a pure roller coaster of emotions it's almost like the reverse expat experience of like reintegration and I suppose really kind of getting to know people again but as like this new version of yourself that has seen and experienced a lot more of the world and I definitely believe that. So who's to say, who's to say, you know, you might be out for a holiday in six months, but it's just something to keep in mind. Okay, buy luggage cases, lads. I've bought new luggage cases. Can you cope? Like, I don't have enough to put in a ship, like a shipment. Like, I'm not going to be shipping furniture, but I I know that I'm going to have more than a caseload, of course. So I've bought new suitcases off... Oh, I think it was like Centerpoint online. It's the IT luggage, you know, the ITluggage.com. They're pretty reliable and they're not crazy expensive like Samsonite. Um, 
so I've bought, look, I'm nearly sure it was Centerpoint that I got them from. And I think I might have to buy more. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm trying to do is, and this is something I'm going to do, so please feel free to use my idea. I'm going to reverse engineer my whole process of packing. So I'm literally going to pack everything that I want to take home, like that is an absolute must. And then see what's left in my apartment that's kind of like in the maybe pile and then see if I have room for it. And if there is stuff that I absolutely want to bring home that I need another case for, then I'll buy another case. And I'm going to do um, the website that people suggested online called sendmybag.com, I think it's called, where, now I haven't done this before, so I'm still yet to go through this. Uh, still still a few lessons to learn, I'm sure, that lie ahead, like I said. Um, but apparently... They collect your luggage from your door, from wherever you are in the UAE, and they will send it to your destination. But I think it takes about two to three weeks to get there. And I think, if memory serves me correct, I think it's something like 700 dirham or 170 euro. There's a seven in there. I know it's definitely not 170 dirham because I know it was very expensive. So I think it was 700 dirham or maybe 170 euro, something like that, um, per case. So I have three bags of luggage booked onto my flight. I'm hoping I won't need more, but who knows, right? Like, I haven't packed up my whole apartment yet. Um, I still have stuff to be selling. So that brings me to my next point for selling stuff. Check out Facebook groups. So if you're in the UAE, all the Irish groups are really helpful, like Irish in Abu Dhabi, Dubai Irish Exchange... Irish Teachers UAE. Um, one, there's Facebook groups actually for selling, like not even selling, but like giving away, donating items for free. I can tag that into my bio. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but I can put it into my bio. And then, of course, like any location that you're situated in in the UAE will have its own local group. So, like, I live on Reem Island and it has its own like buyers and sellers. Facebook groups, so that's useful as well. Um, so yeah, look at Facebook groups. They're quite good for selling things. And another huge tip I would give is write everything in an email when you're dealing with your suppliers because once you have it in writing, like you're safe as houses. And I'll give you an example. So my housing, I ha- my company that I lease from so like this is in my name like I take the allowance from my school and I have to give two months notice to let them know that I do not want to renew so I was ahead of the game anyway and I sent them an email and I had a phone call with them in April and got no call back and then was waiting and waiting and thank god I sent that email and then I sent another email in May and there's still nothing no response and then I had like two or three phone calls consecutively over a few days in May and then finally I got through to someone and they only processed my application for not renewing in June but they didn't charge me because they had the proof of my email in April thank god because they would have docked me like I think a thousand dirham like they'd just fine you for not giving them at least two months notice. So 
that's something to keep in mind, even though I know this podcast episode will go out way too late to give your housing company two months notice, but I'm hoping you will have done that already. But moving forward, put everything in writing, put everything in an email, because it's really good to have to refer back to. And obviously, it saved me in that case where I could prove that I sent the email in April saying, yoohoo, I'm not going to be living here. <laughs> so yeah, put everything in writing. So next, what I'm going to share with you is some information I found out from the suppliers. So this may or may not apply to you guys, but I just thought, you know what, while I have it here and I was really thorough with getting the information, I may as well share it with people. So ADCB, that's Abu Dhabi Commercial Bank, they're my bank. And they said that you can close your bank account immediately over the phone. Like it just takes a matter of minutes to close your current bank account. Now, I closed my credit card like a month ago and I had to get like a no liability letter from my employer, which is just to state that I don't have any debt in the country. And that was fine over the phone, took a few minutes to cancel it. It was quick, it was easy. And then the no liability letter just took three working days and I had to go into the branch of one of the banks like ADCB bank and collect the letter but it was no hassle it was very seamless thank god so if you have a credit card in the country make sure you clear it make sure you get a letter that says you've got no liabilities it'll take three working days to collect from the branch this is for ADCB obviously I don't know about any other banks and then if you're cancelling your uh, bank account itself you can do it over the phone straight away so that's ADCB um, gas so there's a company Abu Dhabi gas it's called simply I don't use gas but I do need to get just like a clearance certificate from them and you can get that by email I can put that in the bio as well their email address and apparently it just takes three working days to get a clearance letter to say that I don't use their gas. I can get clearance for the apartment, whatever. Um, the housing. So I, I gave my two months notice for the housing. And then once I let them know that I've moved out, they do an inspection of the apartment. So I think I will. I do know it's not. I think I do know for sure. You only need your Tawafiq, which is like your housing agreement here like your license almost to have like an apartment and then I have UAE pass, UAE pass so you don't need a copy of your visa and you don't need a copy of your Emirates ID to cancel anything so for like your chiller your electricity your wi-fi um, your gas your bank account you don't need any Emirates ID or visa to cancel them because I handed in my passport and Emirates ID last week to get cancelled so yeah, you, you don't need any any documentation. And I can confirm that because I checked multiple times because I had to hand in my, doc, my ID cards last week into school. So for ADCP, that's the leasing property company that I have, you only need UAE pass and your Tawafiq. And then if they ask, they'll ask you maybe for a copy of your visa or Emirates ID, but they said it's highly unlikely. It'll depend if your UAE pass is working or not. So I'm sure it'll be working up and running for you anyway. And if you don't have UAE pass up and running, get that up and running because it's very helpful to have when you're cancelling all your accounts and stuff like that. 
ADDC, which is your electricity and water company. So when I rang them, they gave me two options. They said you can either request to cancel your account two days before you're leaving, or when you're ending the contract with your leasing company, they will cancel the tawafiq, which then automatically informs the municipality and the municipality automatically informs ADDC and they will cancel within three working days. So I might just drop them an email anyway to let them know two working days ahead of time or three working days ahead of time. I'd probably say three working days just to play it safe before you actually leave the apartment that you are vacating the apartment on so-and-so date and you wish to have a clearance letter as well after. But if you want to do it a different option, which is option two, it will automatically get cancelled when the tawfiq is cancelled because the municipality, who's like the person in the middle, they inform ADDC that your tawfiq is cancelled and then it get, you get your clearance. So there's two options there if you're ADDC. And then your Etisalat, our old buddies, Etisalat. Now I have to say, like... Etisalat have really improved their customer service over the last year, two years. I'm very impressed because they were always a thorn in my side living here because we all know like Wi-Fi and data is just so, so expensive here. Um, But they were just never efficient. Like, you know, they weren't, they, they didn't have the best reputation. But I feel like maybe they've redeemed themselves. But I'm hoping that they don't disappoint me now as I'm about to leave the car and cancel all my um, services with them. So I have like eLife, which is my Wi-Fi for my apartment. And then, of course, I have my mobile data. So they suggested you just pay whatever is your existing amount on your accounts. You don't need any documents. It takes two hours to cancel your mobile account. Very quick and easy. And it takes three working days to cancel your e-life, which is your Wi-Fi in your apartment. So you basically only have to really plan ahead of time for your apartment when you're cancelling your Wi-Fi there and your mobile is fine. So I'm going to probably cancel my Wi-Fi the very end of June so that I don't get charged for the month of July because I won't be in my apartment anyway. So just keep that in mind. Don't let it overlap into a new month. And cancel your Wi-Fi three days or take into consideration it takes three days for it to process to cancel your Wi-Fi. And there is an exit charge of 250 dirham of cancelling your Etisalat. You don't need any documents, that's for sure. I know that as well. Um, your ISTA, that's what I have for my chiller, my aircon. Not sure what anyone else has. So all you do is Sorry, ISTA used to be the company, but now it's called Smart Collections. I don't know if anyone is, has those, has that company. They were bought out by a different company, but they still call themselves ISTA with their bank account name. It's all very confusing. But anyways, ISTA slash Smart Collections. Um, they have a new website, which to be fair is pretty efficient, thank God. And apparently all you do is you just click into final bill request. That's like a tab on the website. And then they will give you a clearance letter as well. Apparently it takes 20 minutes, but you should do it three days 
before you want before you want it to be fully done so like again leaving three working days to get that processed and again you don't need any documents so the general pattern is you're giving yourself three days before you get all this cancelled properly and you get your clearance documents because you then need to provide a clearance document from each supplier to your leasing company so they can release your housing deposit so then they know that there's no charges that will come in to the next person that lives in the apartment so it's really important that you get your clearance letter so you've got your clearance letter from like ADDC or whoever supplies your electricity and water you've got your your clearance letter from Etisalat you've got your clearance letter from ISTA slash smart collections or whoever is giving you your aircon and then your clearance letter from gas whoever supplies your gas or if you don't use it and it's in your apartment, you still need to have a clearance letter. And then you have your no liability letter as well from your bank as well to let them know you've got no debt in the country. So that is the information I have on the suppliers. Um, Again, no documents are needed, which is fantastic to hear. I hope it remains like that. And yeah just keep in mind put everything in writing make sure you are planning ahead of time as best you can and don't get caught out with letting your bills overlap into the new month if you don't need it if it's unnecessary because you'll just be getting unnecessary charges and I think that's all I have like that's literally all the information I've got um in front of me I'm just looking at my notes here I've pretty much covered everything that I've found. I hope this is helpful for people. And if anything is unclear, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at the Nova Coach. I'd be happy to help. I'd be happy to answer any questions. And I'd be happy to share how I'm getting on as well. Um, so yeah, here's to leaving the UAE. So if you are leaving the UAE, let me know. How are you feeling? And how's your process going? What what part are you on the process? And yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm moving out of here next week, like the end of June, like out of my apartment at the end of June. But then I'm moving into my friend's apartment. She has a sofa bed and she's very kindly offered me her place to stay, thank God. So yeah, we're going to be roomies for my remaining few days in the UAE. So yeah, very excited. It's very real. I'll talk about this in another episode, but I just wanted to make this a practical episode with some tips and some information that I've learned so far. And if I've missed anything, please let me know. If you're someone who has left already, please let me know what I've missed. And if you're in the middle of it with me, best of luck. Message me if you're in the middle of it. It's great to know when someone else is going through something with you, you know. I love that camaraderie spirit. And yeah, cheers to leaving the UAE. All right, guys. Um, oh, my God, my song. Lads. Let, I'm, sorry, I'm looking at my phone right now. Wait till I tell you the song. Okay, so it's basically the artist that did the song, Fill My Needs. You know that one? I love that song. It's really popular. And it was out in 2018. And it was by an artist called Wise, W-E-I-S-S. I'm guessing that's how you say his name. And... He's an artist, he's a DJ based in the UK, much more kind of house style music and he has a new song out.
that's called Ain't Me Without You. Guys, like, oh, I wish I could play this. I can't play this again because of copyright reasons. But it is such a great song. Like, it's unreal. The beat, the vocals, the way that this guy has produced it. It's just, oh my God, it's such a feel-good song. So, Ain't Me Without You. I'll put the link to the YouTube um, version of it in the bio. It's by the artist called Wise, W-E-I-S-S. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Or Wes, but I'm guessing it's Wise. Um, and it's just such a good feel good song so yes enjoy it I hope you've enjoyed this episode again if you're enjoying my episodes please give me a rating on Spotify in the top left corner I'd love if you gave me a five star rating why not go on click the five and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts you can give a rating and you can drop a comment but take a screenshot of it and drop it to me in a DM I'd love to see it. Obviously, I'll hide your name. I'll keep you anonymous, but it'd be great to share as well to my um, Instagram stories. So yeah, there we go. There we have it, short and sweet. Let's say a prayer for ourselves um, going through the UAE exit process and let it be seamless and smooth and trouble-free. All right, cheers. I'll talk to you later. Take care.